Pickaxe. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. This is the first podcast under the new Prime Minister. My favourite thing to come out of, well, when I say favourite, I mean like the thing I hate the most to come out of Boppus Johnson becoming... Prime Minister, is that apparently he commissioned a jacket to be made for him with the words Prime Minister written on it, which no other Prime Minister has ever had. It's not a standard bit of uniform. He's just said, fuck it, I want to tell everyone. It's like, Jesus Christ. He's a bell end. Dun, dun, dun. What if I get a shirt that says Prime Minister? What does that mean? It makes you Prime Minister. Does it? That's all you need. That's the only, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to order one of those. (laughs) Prime Minister. Hang on, let me just have a look. What's it? Teesprings? That's one that, that prints. Oh, that's a good one. Teesprings. Um, custom t-shirt styles. Let's have a look. But if you and Boppis Johnson are ever in the same room and you're both wearing your Prime Minister apparel, I think you have mm. to fight to the death. Yeah. I mean... That's an old bylaw, isn't it? Could, yeah. I don't think you could catch me. <laughs> I'm too fast. Um, oh, there's a shirt. I just searched Prime Minister. Oh, there's one that says, you can't beat Boris. And there's a picture of Boris with the meme sunglasses on. No. And then right next to it is, not my prime minister, with <laughs> Boris's face. And kick Johnson out. Nice. There we wow. go. All sides represented. Fuck Boris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just wanted to... Oh, wow. There's one that just says, I love my prime minister. Can you imagine? Can you imagine <laughs> anyone, regardless of, of which side of the aisle... Sincerely wearing, oh, I, I love my prime minister. I love my prime. I support local pri- prime ministers. Organic, <laughs> corn-fed, field-reared prime ministers. Oh, oh my goodness! Free range, very happy. Yeah, I do think I will buy. Actually, you know what? New piece of potty. It's merch. <laughs> meat face for prime minister. <laughs> I love my meat face prime minister. Isn't that who we've got? That's already happened. Oh That's very God. true. Oh. Just a posh meat face. That's He's just that's a big not sausage an, man. That's not an oldie. What was it, oldie or little? Uh, oldie. Oh yeah, he's not an oldie meat face, is he? That's that's a that's a waitrose meat face Ooh. right there. Ooh, very middle oh. class. God, I think we're... I've got Kevin here. Yeah, I was oh, going to say we need to get Kevin on it. We've been chatting for a while now. <laughs> yeah, he's just been sitting silently over my shoulder. Oh, poor um, thing. He's um. Do you want to wind him up? I don't know that I want to. Well, because sometimes he'll just he'll just wheel over, you know, with his four wheels that he has. Yeah. Sometimes he'll just wheel over, and he'll he'll his 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 mouth will un, will unhinge, and I think, oh god, is it is it potty? It's time. Like I'm not ready. I've just had a I'm just about to have a shower, and then his tongue will just unroll like like a cartoon. Yeah. And then on the end of it, there's a post-it note that just says, "Wind me up," 
And and I think I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. No, it's a bit inappropriate. I wish he wouldn't wheel out. I've told him not to do that. I had to change. I had to change two tires last time he was at mine. Really? I don't let him wheel in my house. Burns through them like a school kid with new shoes. Like after a couple of months, there's batters. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm thinking of putting a spoiler on Kevin. Yeah. You know, make him go faster. Oh, spoiler warning. You need to push him down towards the floor. He keeps flying off. Yeah. <laughs> so fast. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna press um, I'm going to press his make the music happen button. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh oh Jesus! Oh. there we go. It's happening. It it's comes. happening. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Podiots, the official Vidiots podcast. Oh sorry, hang on, the official Vidiots. Podcast. Brilliant. Nice. Thank you. That first time. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three us, where everybody brings a thing along to talk about. about. I tried. Um, Ben. I'm Peter. Oh, Mikey. (laughs) How are we all doing, boys? Fine. Fine. Just fine? Just fine. Nothing... I don't want to hear any more than that. Just fine. <laughs> Good okay. old British uh, conversation there. How are you doing? Fine. 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 Just I was going to talk about the weather. Is that too... Oh, is that too... I've heard too a lot boring? about the weather recently. Even for a British person, I've had, a bit, mm. had enough. Isn't it warm? Mm. Oh, hasn't it been hot? Oh, stormy. Oh, warm. Highest on record. <laughs> <laughs> well, there yeah. we go. That covers that. Thank you, Peter. Yeah, thank um, you. Before we move on to some questions and just get started, I suppose... I would like to thank the following people for donating Whoa. at streamlabs.com forward slash vidiots official. Now, we set a challenge last show, £100 or more, and we'll upload the video of Michael Johnson doing a lap dance. Oh, no. Um, at a press event for press that was for business reasons. Yeah, not getting And drunk. there's Michael Johnson doing a lap dance on day. I thought you meant that's where we were going to upload it. We're going to upload the video of Michael Johnson doing a lap dance at a press event. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to air at yeah. Gamescom. There we go. Nice. In uh, in whenever that is. So uh, look forward to that. That'll be live streamed all over the world. There we go. Reputation and career ruined in one event. So the following people managed to beat that. Oh, my God. And the video will be uploaded at the time of release tomorrow morning so thanks guys jesus be excited the following people though lord thistlewick flanders was extremely generous with his donation or her lord brotovich becker matthew patrick i will lie awake east spurious puppy bear tash darren hudson strider top shagger underscore cal no james w bav daniel and tanner uh, they've got various messages here release the tape hire mikey keep being awesome uh, another patronish do you sick boys keep it going guys and let's see that lappity dancity oh i regret i should have said it like a million pounds you should you should have said it at three three hundred pounds so we could all have a oh. hundred each oh, oh damn it good point oh well i'll do something else embarrassing it's bound to happen and then we'll release that for 300 pound yeah 
so if you'd like to join that illustrious list and get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show, that's streamlabs.com forward slash affiliates official. Any amount that you, pro- uh, you you provide us with is greatly appreciated. Oh, God, it's choking me up. It's so emotional. Oh, God. We love you so and, much, uh, all you people giving us the monies. Thank you. We do. We do this for for no monies currently. Yeah. And um, all the monies that is provided goes straight back into the show to to help us do it. Mm. Hold on, Ben. We can't we can't say no money. We get like three pound an episode from YouTube ad revenue. Oh, you're right. That's true. It's mad sick money. We get that sick payout from the Oxcast every month or so. Oh boy, six quid. It's nice. not bad. It's pretty it's not, good. It's not a great way to make a living. I think we're not entirely sure because the podcast service that we use. Their, their ad system is a bit strange, but we think we might have ads at the beginning of the show. Yeah. I have no idea if that's happened. They put them on, not us. Um, so let us know if it worked, because <laughs> <laughs> we might make some money that way. Maybe. I don't know. Let's move on to some questions. Peter, I yeah. believe you're question boy this week. I am. I've got some questions here that I brought along. Um, I think one of them I should get out of the way first because we were actually just talking about it. Oh. Molly McDade, at author of Nebulae, asks, how did you guys deal with the heat over the past few weeks? <laughs> nice. Oh. How hot was it in Bristol, Mikey? Because it would have been a damn sight warmer down there than it was in Newquay. Newquay. Newcastle. Uh, it got to like 35 degrees-ish. No. It was in, well, because I... Much. I on the report, it was like some places got to high 30s, which is, I was like, oh, I don't know, that's too much. Yeah. But um, on one of the hottest days of the year we've had so far, if not the hottest, we were outside all day shooting some stuff for Yogcon, and it was fucking boiling. Oh, boy. I bet it was. God. We were all little red lobsters by the end of the day, but it was quite fun. How did the ferrets cope with um, with heat? Um, we, actually, they're fine. We could sometimes spray them with water, but... It's actually quite cool in our flat. It's a ground floor flat. It's quite new, so it lets in enough air to keep it nice and cool. So it's not been too bad for them, but we've been suffering on the other hand. So we invested in a £9.50 fan from Tesco. Oh, boy. And that's that's done a little bit, but thankfully it's getting colder now. So it it was basically one night of like, oh, God, this sucks. Let's buy a fan. And the weather instantly got more tolerable. Yeah. Actually, earlier in the week, uh, we got a parcel delivered to one of our neighbors because we weren't in. Um, turns out the like I, he let me into his flat and he was just wearing underpants because it was so hot. Oh, oh good, God. that was weird. And his dark, dingy flat it was like, oh, come on in. I'm just wearing my underpants. It's like, okay, wow. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> Thanks. The way that we've been dealing with the heat at the triple jump slash cultaholic office is Ooh. by having the aircon on. And oh my God, me and Ben walk in together most days into the office. Walking in that heat, I've been dressing in shorts and t-shirts right you get to the office so cold in there like really cold i think it goes right the other way yeah oh god so you have to basically decide in the morning do i want to wear shorts so that i don't get all hot and 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 clamums and sweatums for the rest of the day when i'm walking in 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 for 20 minutes uphill uh or do i wear trousers so that i'm not going to freeze to death in the office i don't know it's it's a tough one it is. And I, I didn't really find an answer in the end. I'm just glad oh. that it's uh, gone a bit cooler and so we don't need the aircon on. Mm. Oh, good. There we go. Okay, well, that's good. Just thought we'd yeah get the, the weather chat out of the way at the start there. <laughs> um, does someone want to do a thing? I'll do my uh, thing. 
Okay. Oh. Everybody happy with that? Yeah. Yeah. Good. I, I, I don't know how to feel about what I've got today. Right. I've, I've been laughing a lot at it, but I think that makes me a terrible person. Okay. So you've probably heard of this recent news story about Gizmo the Chihuahua, who was stolen <laughs> by a seagull. Yeah, I have. Have you got any news? I've, I've, got, I've got related news. I've got updates. I've got some investigation. I've, I've gone all out on this one. Oh, my Fantastic. God. Fantastic. I'm in. So for everybody who hasn't heard of this breaking news story, here's the rundown. <sighs> the little dog called Gizmo was out playing in the garden when a seagull swooped down and grabbed Gizmo by the scruff of his neck. The owner's partner tried to grab the dog's legs to stop him being, a t- being take o- taken away, but it was in vain. And so, How strong was this seagull? Well, yeah, there's, there's a lot to unpack here. I'm going to give the down low first, and then we're going okay. yeah. to analyze it. We're going to see what, what, what the fuck happened here. Okay. So the owner wrote in a, in a desperate Facebook post, It carried Gizmo far away until we couldn't see him anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's very sad because someone's lost a pet, but... Oh my god, what, a, what an image. Just a little tiny chihuahua getting taken off into the distance. God. Uh, she went on to say, I have no idea if he was dropped or where he is now. Please, 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 if anyone finds a chihuahua, he's mine. A seagull has took him from my garden. <laughs> oh god. So yeah, when I first heard this, I was like, oh, surely that's bullshit. That's got to be a lie. Yeah. Made up by, like, maybe the boyfriend to cover up losing the dog or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like, this, this story persisted through every news website. Like, Twitter, Facebook, everyone was talking about it. So I thought, okay, maybe there's some truth to it. Because this is a big lie to keep on going. Has the um, seagull given a candid sit-down interview yet? <laughs> that's it. We it. need to hear from the seagull. I, I, I want to hear all sides of the story. Making a dog napper coming to Netflix. <laughs> the seagull wished to remain anonymous. Um, this is an actor seagull who's talking on behalf of the seagull. With like a weird filtered voice. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually given the wrong kind of dog. <laughs> oh, God. So yeah, surely a seagull can't possibly snatch a dog, can it? Turns out it's possible. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Ornithologist Peter Rock told the Today program on BBC Radio 4, seagulls were capable of picking up small animals. If you have a very tiny little dog, I suggest you don't let it run around in your back garden. It may well become a meal. Oh my god. Jesus, what do the seagulls do to it? Can they just distend their beaks or something? How would they eat that? I, I've, oh, I don't even want to think about the gruesome details, to be honest. I like to think it just flew off somewhere and kept it as a pet. That's that's what happened, they right? eat it whole, Ben. I think what they would do to it if they were going to eat it is take bites out of it. But how? They don't have knives and forks. <laughs> could eat the soft bits. Could eat his eyes. On a similar tangent, as a kid, uh, we lost one of our parrots uh, when I was like a little kid, and I was like distraught over it. And then just like the the day after, my uncle came round. and my parents were talking about it, and he just candidly said, "Ah, don't worry, the seagulls have probably killed it by now." Oh, oh God! <laughs> Thanks, Uncle. <laughs> Did um, uh, my uh, my grandparents uh, told me that um, when they first got together, my granddad had um, was stolen by a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had a little budgie oh. um, that actually a previous girlfriend had given him. I think as a present, 
Um, or he might have bought it for her, but he ended up getting custody of this budgie. Um, it was called Peter, actually. This oh, cute. And um, so then, like, he had this budgie for a while, and my he got together with my grandma. I think they they'd moved in together. Um, and then one day, um, my grandma accidentally left the door open or a window open, and the budgie flew away. And they were oh. like, "Oh no, that's gone forever now." Anyway, there was a railway tunnel down at the bottom of the hill, and it had actually flown in there, and there'd been some workmen in there who had seen this budgie. And they'd like grabbed it, and somehow the budgie managed to be returned to the family. And it was this oh, miracle. It's huh. like, oh wow, this railway man saw the budgie, and then they somehow made the link that it was theirs. It was all great. Oh anyway, um, two weeks later, my grandma accidentally left the door open again, and the budgie went and oh, never for came fuck's back. Sake. <laughs> God, that's like a final destination thing that the yeah. budgie was destined to get away. Yeah, maybe she just didn't like that it was a present from the previous girlfriend. <laughs> oh maybe it could well have been premeditated oh my yeah. god yeah it's like fuck i thought i got rid of it the first time so our resident bird expert peter rock said he wasn't surprised to hear of the incident of gizmo the chihuahua because gulls are quote very large which is <laughs> <laughs> for a scientist that's, that's some fucking insight that. yeah that's that's really cutting edge there Thank, <laughs> thanks peter <laughs> peter rock means rock rock the name peter <laughs> yeah the name Peter means rock. <laughs> well, no wonder we can't trust him. He's got yeah. two first They're very names. big. I am rock rock. Seagull's very large. Of course you happen. Seagulls are big, innit? <laughs> <laughs> so, I did, I, I, so after this, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to investigate. What are the seagull on dog incidents that happened? <laughs> In May 2015, another Devon pet owner watched in horror as her beloved chihuahua puppy was killed by a flock of seagulls after the pup, the puppy pushed open the door and got out. No. Heartbreaking. Christ. In August 2015, a seagull attempted to steal a Jack Russell named Charlie, but was unsuccessful. Oh. Jack Russell seems too big. Yeah, yeah. they said well, like, it was it's unsuccessful. Like, it's like a 14-pound dog, and that's just silly, but I guess the seagull wanted to have a go. They are very large. Yeah, not like a little baby chihuahua. It's a, it's a... No, I meant the seagulls. Oh, Pe- God. Peter right. Rock says they're very large. That's all we know about them. Describe a seagull, ornithologist Peter Rock. Boog. Very large. I did Google uh, ornithologist, and yes, that is a bird expert. So it turns out you can just be an ornithologist. Yeah. I think you probably have to do some kind of degree, but yes. No, yeah, no, you can't I think just, just be one. But <laughs> So, like, there's an absolute wealth of stories like this about dogs being either attacked or like attempting to steal them. But I think this is the first one where a dog, uh, seagull has successfully stolen a dog. God. But there's one interesting link that unified all these stories together, or at least the majority of them. They all happened in the Southwest. Oh. Mm. So maybe like the Southwest seagulls are the most vicious, angry, strongest seagulls out there. And, could be. and a few days ago, there was another headline in the Bristol Live News website. It read, Horrified man describes pigeon massacre in latest Bristol seagull attack. Oh my god, pigeon massacre? I love that band. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that'd be a good band name. It's just latest Bristol seagull attack. Yeah. As, in, as if there's been a string of these. Well, they took your sandwich. <laughs> they fucking they deserve everything they get the pricks you were the first I hate seagulls the first oh. of the Bristol attacks was on you oh my and it's just been a crime wave since then 
What do seagulls actually do? Like, what? where do they fit in the food chain apart from stealing other people's food There's, and pets? They're scavengers, I think, seagulls. Well, fuck them then. Get them out. <laughs> Kill <laughs> them all. Them. I don't give a shit about seagulls. Yeah. So uh, the, the pig, pigeon attack, I think my favorite line from the story is, a horrified Bristol man has described how a pigeon was dragged off to its doom oh. by a seagull. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then within the article, it links to three other similar incidents that happened recently, so it is a definite spree of something going on. Local ornithologist Rock Rock says, the reason the seagull was able to take the pigeon is that it was very small. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the qualifying factor for all birds. Are they big or are they small? Yeah. That's all you need to know. Is it a notorious gang of seagulls? What I want to know if, is if it is a re- is it's a repeat offender. Oh, the same seagull, yeah. Yeah, like tag him. Like a motorcycle gang yeah. oh my God. of seagulls. Next attack that happens, need some spray paint at hand, spray it and just track that seagull, see what it does next. <laughs> do we have um, Do we have a name for the gang, the seagull gang? Uh, the Gulliver's Travels, that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what what is causing the southwest seagulls to be so aggressive uh, aggressive well a clue might lie in this headline from a devon newspaper they can read <laughs> stop it jesus <laughs> the headline reads seagulls are getting drunk on leftover booze and throwing up on firefighters what <laughs> specifically <laughs> Just firefighters, yeah. There's another one, boys! <laughs> so maybe all these seagulls are hopped up on alcohol 24-7 and committing violent acts as, as a result? God, they need asbos. Yeah, oh God. As- Imagine beaks. if we had electronic tagging or oh. bracelets for seagulls. <laughs> that has no, to no, exist. No, no, you're not going anywhere. Blow into this, son. <laughs> it's 7pm, you should be at home. You've been vomiting on any firefighters tonight, son. God. Uh, the answer is, it's probably not them being alcoholics. Uh, in another, a more sciencey article, they said it's, it's prob- the number of attacks are increasing just because the population of seagulls is increasing. So we're just seeing more and more of this kind of thing. Mm. They're inherently violent animals. God. Well. Fuck seagulls. Fuck them. That's, that's a t-shirt design. Fuck seagulls. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'd buy one of those. But enough about the gulls. Let's get back to Gizmo the Chihuahua. Hmm. Uh, this was a headline that went up yesterday. Leg found in search for Chihuahua. Oh, snap. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so Natalie Williams, 29, found the leg on a roof of a popular with, on, a, on a roof popular with seagulls in Totner's Devon. She went into the into the motorcycle seagull. The, what were they called? The Gulliver's Travels? The Gulliver's. Yeah, the, the Gulliver's Travels den. She went to the Gulliver's Travels den. Yeah, she, she faced the devil in the eyes and retrieved the, the potential leg of a chihuahua. So, sadly, there's no concrete end to the story. They're doing DNA testing on the leg right now to see if it did actually come from the dog. But Well, how do they so, know what the dog's DNA what is, are they gonna do? Is gonna... Oh, yeah, I guess oh, there'll, there'll be some kind of hair or something in the flat. Oh, true, in yeah. The house. Or they could, I guess oh, they could God. just see if it's from a chihuahua, then that would at least narrow it down. <laughs> there's been an esprit of chihuahua thefts in the area. I hope the seagull gets prosecuted. Yeah, we need to find it, hunt it down. Everybody, if you're in the Devon area, keep an eye out for a seagull with a chihuahua in its beaks. Justice for Gizmo. Justice for Gizmo. God, that's crazy. I wish I had a proper ending for that, but I like the suspense of a leg was found. Yeah. 
I mean, there's not much suspense. I doubt that. I doubt he escaped. There's not a lot of dog legs, legs lying around in the south, the southwest. I don't think. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Oh god. But there's still f- three more out there somewhere. <laughs> uh, and like, yeah, they all line up to the corner of an X, and in the middle <laughs> is where you'll find the rest of the dog. Oh god. Well, thank you very much, Mikey, for that. There's there's a disgusting morbid morbid tale. beginning to the podcast as I'm good at. Mm. Lovely. Uh, got a question here. Yeah. Uh, this this is from Beth. Oh, actually, I seem to only have half of it. Um, I don't know how that's happened, but I remember what it said. Uh, this is from Bethins at Beth Valkyria Valkyria. It's like Valkyrie, but it says I A at the end. Uh, imagine you're a drag queen or king or king. That's all I've actually somehow copied and pasted but it said it said what would your okay, I'm thinking about what it. would your name be and what song would you sing I think oh my god now I know nothing about drag queens or drag queen culture is singing that, a, that doesn't surprise a part me somehow <laughs> really yeah oh, okay so I think yeah singing is like it's all it's all like showmanship and singing and stuff so yeah like I think singing is the quintessential part of the drag queen experience I think there's a lot of catwalking and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right. I'm sure they do a lot of singing. Um, I admittedly okay. am not entirely clued up on it, but I have seen a few snippets of uh, RuPaul's Drag Drag Race. I think, nice. I think Amy watches it or has, has at least cars? seen a couple. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm thinking about me as a, as a drag queen or king. And, um, I, I don't have a name. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm I'm pretty unhappy. Oh. Yeah? Yeah, I'm not a very happy drag queen. Oh. Would you keep the beard or not? Uh, Yeah, this isn't going anywhere. Okay. Nice, that's For good. For sure. Good. That's fine. I think uh-huh. you can still be a drag queen and have a beard nowadays. Okay, well, that's fine then. Yeah. I'm slightly less unhappy. I, I, I don't have my own name yet, but Claudia has had a name in her mind for ages that is fucking brilliant. Oh, yeah. The name for a drag queen would be Duncan Biscuits. Oh, my God. <laughs> Duncan Biscuits. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, a lot of the names are kind of puns, aren't they? Oh, okay. You know, that, that might, might help you, Ben. Okay, okay. I think my own, though. What, what, what song would I sing as well? Stoke on Trent and have, like, something based around Stoke? I'm going to pull up a drag queen name generator. Oh, my God, amazing. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Because um, I've got nothing currently <laughs> yeah these are all puns i didn't know this was a thing yeah Porsche bella as in mushroom i guess nice. uh poppy dom as in <laughs> poppa dom <laughs> uh this one says linda Lou. oh that's, good. that's not really a pun is it it's like vindaloo isn't it vindaloo i suppose yeah uh G- jenna ross <laughs> fucking hell you went to school with all of these people. Oh, I'm having this one. I would be Supernova. Oh, that's really good, actually. That's very good. I, don't, I, I could link you to this, or I could just pick one for you, Ben, uh, or Mikey. Uh, pick one for me. Pick one okay. for me. Um, God, these are all, all these others are rubbish. <laughs> I can't even find... Oh, M-plosion. There we go. That'll there do. Go. Yeah. I've always had one of my, one of my favourite pun names I ever, I ever read. I think Susan Socks is brilliant. Susan Socks is very good. 
<laughs> okay, yeah. I do, it took me a second to really get that one. That's that's good. That's good. Um, well, we've got our names, I guess. Yeah. All right. What? Oh God. Maybe we just think of like a routine. Maybe not singing a song. What do we do? On yeah, just stage? a talent. It's like a talent. You have to go and do a backflip. Yeah, but you can't. You can't backflip though. I know, but Susan Socks might. Oh, I'd love. I'd love to see someone try to do a backflip for the first time on stage. That would be amazing. Dressed yeah. in heels and a giant sort of big dress thing. Yeah, there you go. Susan Socks can backflip. I guess mine would be trying to fart the alphabet. Okay. Instead of burping, I, I put a twist on it. There we go. Oh, no. <laughs> Get the baby wipes. He's done it again. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like it. Yeah, it's a bit much. <laughs> the farting on stage was a bit much for me. <laughs> the shitting himself on stage was a bit much for me. <laughs> Five stars. I would... Um, for for my act, I think I would do a dramatic recreation of the abduction of uh, the Chihuahua. <laughs> can it have interpretive dancing and can I help? That's what it is. It's an, it's an interpretive dance. Oh, I was going to try and have to play both characters at once, but if you want to help, we can we can do it together. Well, yeah, if you want to be the seagull yeah. and uh, Mikey can be the dog... Oh, I wanted and to be the leg. I will... <laughs> oh, you can be the leg. Okay. <laughs> Who was the lady that found the the leg? Oh God! One second. Let me get her back up. She was called. Someone can be Natalie Williams. Someone could okay. be Peter Rock, ornithologist. <laughs> okay, we've got several roles here. Oh, I'll, I'll be what, Natalie Williams. Yeah, that's it. I'll be Natalie Williams. Uh, Michael's going to be the leg. Yeah. And Peter is is both a gang of seagulls called the Gulliver's. Travels. Travels, yep. Travels, yeah. And Ornithologist. Peter Rock. Rock Rock. <laughs> Great. Well that's it. We've we've cast we've cast the musical based on the abduction of Gizmo the Dog. I don't think it has anything to do with drag queens anymore. <laughs> it is. We're all dressed in drag at, at the same time. <laughs> okay. Brilliant. Uh, well, that's I think we've totally given Beth Inns the answer she wanted there. Yeah. Um, for, for sure. Okay. Uh I'll, I'll move on to another question before we do a thing. Um, okay. Jonesy at Chris Jones LUFC says, "Have any of you ever done anything you consider courageous or brave?" I'm a coward. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Your Honour. Oh, nothing at all. Like nothing at all. Nothing at all. I get up every day, thinking in its own way that's quite brave. It is out going out to face the world. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that is brave. I, th- I do I, actually have one, but it's it's. Uh, I'll, I'll let you guys have a chat. I, 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 this doesn't count as courageous or brave, but I once was in a bus station, and there was a little pigeon with its feet all tied up with wire, and so I, bust out my multi-tool, held onto it, and cut it free, and let it go, and oh, it was a beautiful moment. I did that in Bristol on the way to Ben's flat once. Oh my god. <laughs> Was it a seagull? Oh, the seagulls are setting traps. No, it was, it was a pigeon. Okay, that's fine. I was going to say, you you fucking idiot. Why would you let it loose? It could have been the one. If it had been a seagull, it, maybe I would, would have been responsible for Gizmo's death. Oh. That was the one that took Gizmo and ate all of him, ate his leg off. <laughs> uh, what's, your, what's your courageous thing, Peter? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I brought the question, but I didn't. I just thought that something might come to me. If, like when I heard your, your ones, it might inspire me. <laughs> Oh, this um, is a hard one. Ben, did you say you've got one? Yeah, but it's not from my adult life, which isn't hugely exciting. Not, I leave a, 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 I lead a fairly sheltered life in that 
I I try to avoid conflict and and greatness is rarely opportunities for greatness are rarely presented to me. Yeah. Um, as as most people can say, I'm not a lifeguard. I'm not a soldier boy. Ho, or an or an arm or an or an armed forces personnel person or a policeman officer. So I don't get many opportunities to be brave. Right. Um, once though, when when I was a young boy, my father took me into the city, <laughs> and my brother fell off his bed. Uh, he was quite young, and um, he hit his head on one of those. Um, on on a plug socket, but you know one that like stands proud of the wall by by like two inches for some Ooh, reason. It's just like a oh big yeah. square box that sticks out of the wall. And he was on like a I want to call it a one point five sleeper in that it has storage <laughs> underneath, so it's quite tall. It's quite a tall bed. Mm. And um, and he hit that and like he cut his head open and oh. it was bleeding everywhere. And my sister started screaming, and um, I. I, I I calmly got a, a flannel, and I I dampened it with water, and I held it over his head, and instructed my sister to call my parents who were out for the evening, and uh, he went to go and get some stitches in it and stuff. Oh, but that was literally ah. the only opportunity I had to be a hero. Well, a hero you were. Wasn't that heroic? You're a good boy. Yeah, I have no. remembered one from my childhood now. Oh. Where uh, me and my sister were at the at the playground, um, and there was this dog walking around, a small to medium sized dog, maybe a bit bigger than a Jack Russell, and um, we didn't know like whose it was, what it was doing there. It seemed fairly chill, and it was just sort of standing around, and we we weren't messing around with it too much, and we just carried on playing. Um, but eventually, it got to the point where we thought, is it? Is it lost? Is it like no one is here, like for this dog? And so we thought we would see if it had a a tag on it, you know. And we, as we got closer to it, it bit my sister. Oof. It was clearly not happy about being approached, which you know, in some ways, we probably shouldn't have approached a dog we didn't know. But you know, on the other hand, if you see a dog that's like not with anyone, you might. And it's it's a caring thing to do to be like, oh no, poor lost dog. Let me see if there's a phone number to ring. So, yeah. Um, anyway, I did a, a, a similar thing in that I just made sure that my sister was okay, that the dog was fucking off. And I was, you know, standing there saying, making making noise to make it be scared and not come and bite her again. And then uh, I, I walked her home and she went and I don't think, I, I think they said she didn't need a, an injection in the end, but... Uh, yeah, she had to go to the doctor and like see wow. if she needed, oh. I guess, rabies or something injection. Oh my god! I, um, I don't know if you um if you remember Peter what your sister said to you afterwards, but I've actually got it here, right? Um, in German. Um, so I'm just oh gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna play it for you now. Okay. Peter, du bist sehr mutig und groß. Danke, dass du dich um diesen Hund gekümmert hast, mein Typ. Peter, you're very something and big. Uh, brave, I guess. Brave and big. Thank you for something about the dog that I've forgotten already. Peter, you are very brave and tall. Thank you for taking care of this rad dog, my dude. <laughs> my dude. That's how your sister addresses you, right? Mm. I love the new fourth member of Podiots. <laughs> yeah. German robot lady. <laughs> 
But she only recounts Peter's past. Yeah. That's all she can do. Well, she was very... there for all of she it. Was. She was watching. <laughs> she was like the Bible scribes just watching from the bushes. Like, I'm going to get this so fucking wrong. Oh. <laughs> yeah, when I say that me and my sister were alone in the park with a dog, I mean me, my sister, and German robot lady were alone Absolutely. in the park. You just don't mention it because it's implied. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. Well, she's got she's a wealth of knowledge. She's standing by whenever Peter talk, talks about <laughs> yeah. literally anything that happened in the past tense. Well, aren't we brave boys, all of us? Yes, um, very much so. Sure. I feel like maybe some of these questions should be put to us ahead of time so we can remember <laughs> things that happened what to us. What are you us talking about? Rather than do it on the spot. We always muddle through. Yeah. We all oh, thought of dear. something that we'd done, so that that works. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's time for a thing. Yeah. Ooh. I've got a thing. Okay. Go for it. Do you mind? It. No. So I brought some more real fake stories. Ooh. Oh, yeah. From The Onion slash Not The Onion, satirical website The Onion. And this is from a subreddit called Not The Onion, where the stories are so ridiculous sounding that they could well be on satirical website The Onion. However, I have fiddled with the headlines slightly because <gasps> I feel like The Onion headlines kind of give the game away. But the content is still there. Oh, okay. But the headlines are slightly altered, so you have to guess from the just from the content of the the the, the headline rather than the wording, which is usually what the giveaway is. Oh, okay. Which which is real and which is not. Oh, I like so this. You, the game's evolving. So you have bit. kept the stories from the Onion exactly the same in terms mm-hmm. of who did what and where, but you've just not written it in the way where it's like a joke and a pun- with a punchline. Exactly. So nice. the headline contains the same content, but it is okay. reworded so as not to give the game away as easily necessarily. Okay. Oh, I'm down. So I've got six headlines for you here. Right. Some of them might be real. Some of them might be fake. Let's start at the top. Are you ready? Mm, I'm going to read them all out one at a time, and then we'll go back through them and you can guess. Cool. Lovely. Arizona man's son not returned after neighbours borrowed him to do housework. <laughs> oh my god. Not returned, as though it was the onus was on the neighbours <laughs> to, to return, return the boy. Him. Okay. Police officer horrified to discover someone had taken a bite of his McDonald's sandwich. <laughs> hmm. That is pr- okay. pretty, pretty horrifying. Two-year-old Missouri girl presented with cake saying, Happy birthday, loser. <laughs> <laughs> Two-year-old. Oh, no. Aww. Athlete freed by kidnapper after complimenting his orchids. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, okay. I, I kind of want that to be true. That's a hell of a way to get... Like, was he freed because of the orchids? Or was it just like, oh, I'll let you go? And by the way, nice orchid. Nice orchids. <laughs> Lifeguard? 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 Allowed drowning child who received three verbal warnings to flail around before rescue. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> I mean... Frustrated... Oh, sorry. I, w- I want that to be true just to teach him a lesson. <laughs> and finally, frustrated passenger in clown suit prompted mass cruise ship brawl. <laughs> sorry, say that again? Frustrated passenger in clown suit prompted mass cruise ship brawl. Oh wow. my god. All right, let's go from the top. Let's, 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 let's get this down. Let's do this. These are okay. hard. They're difficult now. Yeah. So the first one was Arizona man's son not returned after neighbours borrowed him to do housework. Oh, 
Like, do they have like a booking system for the child? Like, so, all right, I want him for three hours on Tuesday. All right, put your name here. Oh. He's got some homework, but I can squeeze him in around four. <laughs> I think that is the onion. I, I, that's a re- it's really difficult, but it's so hard without the wording. Like, it sounds like a story that could feasibly be worded in an amusing way, but as yeah. it is, it's not. It's not really a joke. It's just a weird story. But I think it's probably a reworded onion article. I, I'm going to go real. I'm going to go the opposite. Well, Peter's seen through it. Oh. Oh. This is the original headline. Man annoyed after neighbours never return son they borrowed to do some work around house. Right. <laughs> Which I think is more obviously the onion yeah. than yeah. how I reworded it. Oh, I like it, though. It's a lot harder. Well done. Next one. Police officer horrified to discover someone had taken a bite of his McDonald's sandwich. This has got to be true. Yeah, I I want this to be real. A customer at a local McDonald's restaurant is looking for answers after finding that someone may have already helped themselves to his sandwich. The customer, DJ, is a regular at the McDonald's on West Morris Street and Holt Road. He ordered a McChicken sandwich, fries and cookies, but suspects someone took a bite from the sandwich before he completed the sale. Suspects? Well, so they got a bite out of it or it has an officer. He might have forgotten if he took a bite out of it himself. This story improves massively oh. as it goes. He found the evidence when he opened his order when he got to work. I nearly just brought this along, to be honest, just <laughs> yeah. this one. And I got evidence. <laughs> well, he's a police officer, so that's how he talks, I think. Yeah, true. I started to warm up my McChicken and I noticed several small bites. I know I didn't eat it. No one else was around. I said, you know what? I'm going to the McDonald's to see if they can get that taken care of, said DJ, a local law enforcement officer. I went to... This This says, I went at the McDonald's nice. and talked... To, this is WTHR.com, whatever that is. And talked to the supervisor. She offered me some free food I didn't care anything about. I just wanted to find out who the person was and they deal with that person in, a, in an appropriate way. I don't want food. I want answers, he says. <laughs> exactly. Weird. The restaurant confirmed they're aware of DJ's complaints. Uh, manager, managers reportedly told him they would check the schedule to see who was on the food line when he placed the order. There has been an update. Oh. Last week, a Marion County Sheriff's Office employee purchased a McChicken sandwich from the McDonald location at 3828 West Morris Street, Indianapolis. The employee took a bite out of the sandwich upon starting his shift at the Marion County Jail, then placed it in the refrigerator in a break room. He returned nearly seven hours later, having forgotten that he had previously bitten the sandwich. (laughs) He wrongly concluded that a McDonald's restaurant employee had tampered with his food because he is a law enforcement officer. Wow. That's amazing. I love it. There's a photo and everything. He went to the local news. Over a Holy. fucking bite out of a burger. It turned out he just forgot he did it. That's so good. I didn't eat it. No one else was in the car. So <laughs> it must have been the employees. Is it because I'm a cop? <laughs> is that what this is? Two-year-old Missouri girl presented with cake saying, Happy birthday, loser. I'm gonna say real. I want. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say real. This. I think this is the hardest one. Ooh. Um. Yeah, I'll say real. I'll say real. A photo of a two-year-old girl has gone viral after a mix-up at a Missouri Walmart left the little girl with a cake that read "Happy Birthday, Loser." Melon Jones, two-year-old Elizabeth's 
sorry, Melon Jones, two-year-old Elizabeth's mother, said she asked for the cake to read Happy Birthday Lizard. Lizard is the toddler's nickname. Oh. And so they <laughs> fucked that up so bad. Loser. Loser Lizard. is what it it's said. It's so different. Oh. It might have been done over the phone, though. Can you make it say happy birthday? <laughs> yep, got that. Loser, Bye, yep, you. sure. <laughs> I mean, as does printed weirder stuff for us. Yeah. Oh, God, don't, don't remind me. Happy birthday, loser. <laughs> it's going to be on my next cake. Okay, next headline. Athlete freed by kidnapper after complimenting his orchids. Uh, True? I'm, 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 I'm going to go onion. Fuck it. It's real. Oh, gee, wow. Oh. And this is an astonishing story. Vienna. A young Austrian triathlete kidnapped while riding her bike talked her way to freedom by complimenting her captor's orchids, a police source said Saturday, confirming press reports. How do you kidnap a triathlete who's riding a bike? <laughs> well, it goes on. You wait until you... This is some... This is some horror movie stuff, really, oh this. The jovial headline disguises a dark underbelly. Professional triathlete Natalie Burley, 27, was struck by a car Tuesday and broke her arm while falling to the ground near Graz in oh, southeastern Austria. Oh, it might not be how it's pronounced, the press report said. The driver then knocked her out with a piece of wood oh, and God. took her to his isolated home. When I regained consciousness, I was naked and tied up in an armchair in an old house. Whoa. The man forced her to drink alcohol and tried to suffocate her and drown her in a bathtub filled with cold water. What? What? However, she managed to placate the... However, she managed to placate the, the, the man by complimenting him on the many orchids growing in his home. Though he was initially what? filled with hate, the man suddenly became nice to me and confided that gardening was his passion before opening up about his troubled childhood. Finally, he agreed to let her go and even took her home along with her bicycle, which had a GPS system installed in it. Uh, the police used the GPS system to track down the man and arrest him at his house. Jesus. And they are now trying to determine if the 33-year-old man who suffers from psychiatric problems was involved in any previous kidnappings. Oh my fucking God. That's like a film. It's pretty frightening, isn't it? Yeah. She just wakes up naked on a chair in this weird orchid-filled room. With some creepy man. God. Oh, that's fucking horrifying. And then, like, at the end of that, imagine getting in his car again to, like, take you back to where you came from. I was like, oh, oh Jesus. God. Yeah. Yeah. I wish that wasn't real, but it is. Amazing. Next one. Lifeguard allowed drowning child who received three <laughs> verbal warnings to flail around before rescue. Please oh. be true. Yeah. I'm saying true. I'm leaning real. It's an onion. No! Oh. It's an onion. Oh. Here is the original headline. Lifeguard going to let drowning kid who received three verbal warnings flail around for a bit before diving in. <laughs> oh my God. Very obviously onion. Yeah. Because it's in the present te tense and that sort of gives the game away there. But I got you. I could so easily <laughs> see that as a real article though. It's just someone being reprimanded for not getting into action too quick because a kid was being a dickhead. Yeah. yeah. And they were, they're like interviewed after the fact going... Just trying to teach the kid a lesson, you know. I warned him. I warned him when he wasn't interested. I thought, you know, this is how you learn lessons, mate. You get a bit of fear. Yeah, you nearly die. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted him to die a little bit. I didn't I didn't expect him to die all the way. Yeah. Finally, frustrated passenger in clown suit prompted mass cruise ship brawl. True. Yeah, true. 
A holidaymaker dressed as a clown prompted a mass brawl on a cruise ship in which passengers used furniture and plates as weapons, according to witnesses. Oh my god. Weapons. Weapons. The late night fight in the buffet area on board P&O's Rule Britannia. It's just Britannia. Left a member of staff injured as they tried to intervene while onlookers fled in fear. (laughs) The brawl, which took place in the early hours of Friday morning during the return leg of a week-long cruise to Norway's fjords, reportedly followed an alcohol-fueled afternoon of patriotic partying on deck. Classic patriots wearing clown outfits. Yeah. And beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, England or whatever country. <laughs> so a 41-year-old woman and a 43-year-old man from Essex were arrested by Hampshire police on suspicion of assault when the ship docked in Southampton on Saturday morning and the perpetrators were said to have been confined to their cabins for the last day of the cruise. Wow. I hope they were still in their, in their clown costumes by the time they were escorted away by the police. Ah, oh, that would be amazing. Apparently there was blood everywhere. So oh, my God. Super- Super rad. God. What's what fun? the cruise, yeah. Well, that's all I've got for you from my game this week. Well, it was oh, very I like, good. I like it, yeah. The evolution's very good. It's, it's ten times harder. Ten yeah. times. Oh. Uh, I've got a question here. Oh. It's from Tyler Warden, at Tyler S. Warden, who asks, since we're all still in the midst of the Area 51 hype, what are some places that one wouldn't normally have regular access to that you'd like to gain a peek of or gain secret entry to? And this is a good question. Oh, that is a fun one, actually. God. Um, I'm aware that there's um, a Vatican library that contains loads of, like, oh, yeah. secret documents that they don't want other people to see. The Dan Brown books. Um, and I don't think they're necessarily all religious documents either. They're just, like, you know, things of historical importance and stuff like that. Um just an archive, like any any big archive, like um, the BBC archive, and finally get all the Dick and Dom tapes. Oh my God, yeah, <laughs> that Vatican one is exactly the kind of thing that I would I would be all over. That would be really interesting. Yeah, uh, but from a um, from a nerd boy perspective, I'd love to be at some of the some of the very early stages meetings at, at Disney slash Marvel. Oh, yeah. When they're coming up with, you know, what they're going to be doing next and all that kind of stuff. Maybe some table reads for things or maybe backstage at like a WWE or something. I think that just just a fly on the wall just to see all that shit. Yeah, Yeah. would be super super fascinating. This is less serious, but I want like at Disneyland parks, they've got like an underground tunnel, like network of tunnels where all the actors go around. Like, so they're not like seen walking around the park. They always like slip away and then go underground. I want to access those underground areas and see, you know, people with the masks taking off, like these characters just acting like normal people walking around in this weird underground tunnel. Yeah. So... I've got one more question, which we'll do after my thing, but I think you might need some time to think about it, so I'll ask you it now. Okay. And you can be thinking. Martin Branny asks, A bit like Desert Island Discs, what one piece of music, one book, and one luxury item would you take with you if you had to be stuck on a desert island? Oh, God. Um, Song, book, and and luxury item. Yeah. Okay. So have a think. Um, My thing is fairly short. It's the end of July, fellas, at time of recording. Mm-hmm. Um, on the, I think, the 3rd of August, it's the start of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Oh, boy. And um, something that I don't think we did last year is the 10 best jokes from Edinburgh Festival 2018. Oh, very good. <laughs> nice. 
I think one of us at one point brought like just a, an article that's where, where it was like, oh, the best jokes of the year or like best jokes of all time voted by the independent or whatever. Yeah. But this is, uh, they do this every year. They vote the, t- the best jokes of the festival. Um, so we'll be able to do this same thing in a couple of weeks time, actually, if we want to. But uh, let's see how funny you think these top 10 jokes from the entire Edinburgh Fringe Festival are. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Athena Kuglenu, Kuglenu says, Patriarchy is putting Jane Austen on £10 notes the same time as bringing in contactless. Oh. oh. Sorry, say that again? Get, oh. Patriarchy, I think what she means is the definition of, or, you know, typical of patriarchy, putting Jane Austen on £10 notes the same time as we bring in contactless. That's kind okay. of funny. Yeah. yeah, I get it. It makes sense. I, don't think I get it, but funny. yeah, it's just. <laughs> I get it, but I'm not laughing. Yeah. I suspect a lot of these are going to be sort of down to my delivery, but I refuse to do them <laughs> in any voice other than I'm reading this from a web page. <laughs> right. Okay. Christian Talbot says this is also about sort of feminism and patriarchy, coincidentally, but they're mm. not all about that. Christian Talbot says sometimes even I don't understand feminism, and I'm a guy. Oh, okay. I don't get that one at all. I don't think that's funny. <laughs> it's number nine on the list, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> the fringe sounds shit. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> Jez Watts has one that I think is slightly more creative and amusing. I don't know why, but for some reason, all the cheeses in the dairy aisle have been named after porn search categories. Vintage, natural, hard, semi-hard, mature, blue vein, goat. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. Oh. Great. <laughs> Good one. Hell. No, I don't like that. I don't, no. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Mikey's really upset by that. I don't know. I, just, I think it's just Blue Vein. Blue Vein, yeah. I think that's the worst one. It is. It's really upset you. Yeah, it's fine. I'll get over it. Felicity Ward said, I have a lot in common with post-First World War Germany. We both went through a Great Depression in our 20s. Then in our 30s, a nice man came along. Great facial hair. I'm hoping for the best. Oh, no. That's Uh, quite funny. Yeah, I enjoy that. I enjoy enjoy every joke that involves Hitler. So, yeah. (laughs) Best one so far, I think, Felicity Ward. Definitely. Okay. Angela Barnes. When I see Donald Trump, I get the same thought in my head as I get after a particularly painful bikini wax. Bush wasn't that bad. Ah. <laughs> okay, good, good. Yeah. Ken Cheng. In school, I had the nickname the Human Calculator, which meant bullies would come up to me, say the number 531,008,008, 8, lift me upside down, and not let me go until I said the word boobies. <laughs> that sounds like a really painful memory. That doesn't sound like a joke. Yeah. I also read the number wrong. I said 531,008,008, 8, but it's 5 million. <laughs> oh. It's fine. We, we'll allow it. That's, that, um, that's an okay joke. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. I thought it was going to be funny because when I first saw that, I just sort of glanced at the at the sentence <laughs> and saw the, the key words and thought he was just <laughs> going to say, you know, in school I had the name the human calculator. I, I used to stand on my head and shout boobies, but it's... <laughs> No, the bullies would come up to me, say the number five million three. You know, it's Jesus just a really Christ. weird thing. <laughs> Atif Nawaz says, just learned what perineums are. 
let's just say it's nothing to do with Nando's. I don't know what perineums are, what, what? actually. Is a, isn't the perineum a part of your Wilson? Oh, it is. It's the perineum. Yeah. Oh. Perineum. Um, oh, because it's peri. Oh, it's the gooch. Oh, well, it didn't help that I read the word wrong. <laughs> oh, I see. Right. It's 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 a it's a peri-peri joke. It's a peri-perineum. Oh, Gotcha, what? but it's only got one pair. Oh God, these are Jesus! I tell Christ. you what, these are tenuous. Like, I'm not saying it's 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 not hard to be a stand-up comedian. You know, hats off to all of these people. I would never do it. Yeah, but I'm I'm not getting many yucks out of these. <laughs> no, me neither. Yeah, and this doesn't reflect on you at all, Peter. I think I think what you're doing is a valuable service to expose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the French the festival. Oh. Well, I've realised as we've got into this, I've suddenly realised where this idea came to me from. I think they actually did this on the Yog Pod once. Oh, oh, okay. It was that equally bad. Yeah, and it was. You know, the same thing of like of that year, which was probably way back in I don't know twenty, God knows when, twenty fifteen or something or earlier. And uh, yeah, they I, they were equally. You know, they're all groaners, really, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they are. Rosie Jones, during birth, my shoulder got stuck coming out. Well. It was the 80s. That's lost on me. Oh, yeah. I think because you used to have like big, big shoulders. Like that, oh, was a, yeah. that was a fashion back then to have like shoulder extenders essentially on the clothes. Yeah, the big shoulder pad things. Okay. Right. God. Right. Thanks, Rosie. <laughs> Thanks. Cool, 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 cool. Good, good, good. Yeah. Chris Turner. Never apologize. Never explain. Sorry, that's my motto. Oh. Did you get it? Because he apologised and then yeah. he explained what he was doing. Yeah. yeah I mean... I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I understand. We get it. There's a difference between getting it and... <laughs> Enjoying it. Yeah. Oh. Did every single one of these comedians say, do, do you want me to repeat that? Yeah. <laughs> Afterwards. Do you want me, I can explain that for you, actually, if you want to know. How, what... If you could just check under your chair, there's a... Um, I've shown my work. There's a pamphlet... Yeah. <laughs> Explains the jokes. 80s fashion, a 50 page uh, summary. <laughs> or maybe they all get given those um, those things you have to pay money for when you go and visit a castle and it's got a pair of headphones oh, and you just yeah. have to press the number and then someone in your ears goes, You see, what he's saying here <laughs> is that uh, in the 80s they wore big, uh, big shoulder pads. <laughs> and you go, Huh. huh. Oh, yeah. And it's just a, imagine telling a joke in a room, just 50 people going, I wonder what that sounds yeah. like. Oh. Just all at the same time. Just... <laughs> uh, one left. Oh, These God. aren't in order, by the way. This isn't the best joke. But, oh, uh... okay. Matt Rees says, I'm no good at talking to women. I'm 28, and recently my grandmother and I had the are you gay conversation. She isn't. Fucking hell. What? <laughs> Matt Rees, everyone. Jesus well done, Matt. Christ. You've hit new Jesus. laws. This is so bad. They are really bad. That's like I think like one liners are actually are really hard jokes to kind of create and formulate and tell. But they are. They've got to be like really just blunt and stupid. At least for me, I just like I don't know when you've got to try like think and decipher meaning. It's just got to be kind of like a slap to the face. That's the best for me. Yeah. I think like mm-hmm. longer jokes, it's easier to like make something funny, like build up expectations and go another yeah, way. Yeah, there's a bigger build up of expectation. That's the thing. And you just subvert yeah. that expectation with a punchline. Whereas yeah. one line is just like, ah, here's the thing. Yeah. 
we might be missing the preamble you know mm. we haven't been it, even comedians have warm-up comedians before yeah, them we might yeah. you know we might not be in the right headspace for them but i tell you what getting those cold not great no <laughs> that's the thing like a good joke you should be able to tell cold i think like the yeah. best jokes these are meant to be the best that's the thing they're meant to be the best you know if i just pulled 10 jokes out of the Edinburgh fringe and went huh See if these are funny when I just read them to you. Then, no, they're probably not going to be. But these are supposed to be, you know, fantastic. So, so I've just Googled jokes for kids, and I'm just reading off a random one here. Okay. Where should a 500-pound alien go? Uh, On a diet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I laughed more, more at that than Great. almost all of those. Uh, this joke was voted funniest by richard six years old of, of all time <laughs> oh really funniest joke of all time in a 2002 online poll oh is this the one about the hunters it is yeah oh, okay yeah. i haven't heard this two hunters are out in the woods when one of them collapses he's not breathing and his eyes are glazed the other guy whips out his cell phone and dials 911 i think my friend is dead he yells what can i do the operator says calm down first let's make sure he's dead there's a silence then a shot back on the phone the guy says okay now what uh, 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 i just it's not I the delivery was good yeah the delivery may have affected it slightly there but yeah I think that was also, that was the funniest joke voted in 2002 when they were disallowing all offensive jokes, you know? (laughs) That was... um, A nice safe joke. Yeah. It's like the other one um, that sometimes gets voted, that it it was voted at one point, funniest joke. You know the one about Sherlock Holmes and Watson looking up at the night sky? No. They're they're lying down, they're looking up at the stars, and Sherlock Holmes turns to Watson and he says... Watson, what do you think when you look up and see those stars? And Watson says, like, oh, it's amazing, isn't it? You know, we're just a tiny little speck on a little dot, a little rock just floating around in space. And there's an infiniteness out there that could hold all kinds of wonders up in the heavens. And then Sherlock Holmes says, okay, that's not what I think. And Watson says, well, what what do you think? He says, somebody's stolen our tent. (laughs) 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 See, they're all just kind of like, oh, I get it. That's nice. That's, that would yeah. get a that would get a pity laugh from me mm. if if someone told it sincerely. I would go, that's really good. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma, for telling that joke to me. <laughs> Thanks for sending it in an email. Yeah, but we're among friends here. We don't need to sugarcoat it. These are shit. Yeah. They are. Thanks, Peter. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. I want a song oh, and a fuck and a book and a luxury item from you. I'm now. ready. I've got it. Yes, <laughs> I've got one. But I I misheard and I didn't do a song. I did an album. Oh, oh for God's sake! Okay, but that's fine. I can fine. choose a song a from the album. Okay, choose a song. A de- <laughs> desert island bisques. <laughs> I would like uh, "In Between Dreams" by Jack Johnson, please. Yeah. Um, the book I would like the Encyclopedia Brit- Britannica, please. I mean, that's in several volumes as your issue oh. there. Yeah, I know. I know. But maybe I could you pick one. You get a kid's version. That's like everything in one. I don't that want a kid's fun. one. I want to learn. Oh. I want I want the one with all... The, I'll have the one with all of the violence in it or all of the sex in it, I think. That was what I'll go for. Okay. And my luxury item will be a Game Boy with the Pokemon on it. Oh, that's quite good. Ah, oh, but then your batteries will run out pretty soon. They're special batteries. Oh, special batteries. <laughs> okay. Good. Why would you have the encyclopedia? Just to learn while you're there? I feel like I would want to learn. 
You know, yeah. I don't want to read the same piece of fiction over and over again. I I appreciate the escapism of fiction, but I, I that's what the Game Boy and the music is for. And yeah. I could actually study stuff and learn stuff, and there'd be a lot to read because it's a big old book. Yeah. Um, and if I get the sexy one, then you know what? There's something to look at. Oh. You know, something nice to look at. Sometimes you're right. I think I was going to say encyclopedia for a book as well because it's. It's broad enough to like keep you interested. Like it's not too confined to one thing. But I guess once you've read it, you've kind of you've gained that information. That's it. Mm. I guess you can always. But then you could reread it. Oh, yeah. But it depends how long you're stuck on this island for. If it's going to be forever, I think it's just everything's going to get boring eventually, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Oh. It's a hellish. It's a hellish. <laughs> <laughs> situation to be in. In fact, you know the other thing they do on Desert Island Discs is they tell you that on the island there is already your holy book, if you have one. So there's a Bible or a Quran, so you don't have to use your slot taking that. And also I think there's like the complete works of Shakespeare oh. as well. That just oh. gets a free pass because I guess they think that all these, they you know, they have some... I think they often have quite highbrow sort of broadcasters and people who went to Oxbridge, and they're like, "Oh well, they're they're obviously going to pick a Shakespeare play, so uh, we better just give them all of those." <laughs> I'd like to bring porn, please. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would, yeah, I would probably take an encyclopedia as well. Or me and my friends did this once, and I said, "I just want something to kind of remind me of the world beyond the island." And so, oh, that's sad. I would oh. have like. Well, no, because what, what I said was I would take a dictionary, just a giant dictionary, because then on every single page, you know, there's going to be things where you're like, oh, yeah, sandwich bags. Or, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, meerkats. I forgot they existed. The Lion King. That reminds me of The Lion King. You know, oh, you would, it would just help yeah. you just remember everything that happened to you in your whole life. Uh, dictionary, yeah, that's quite a good one. I like that. But the encyclopedia basically does the same thing because it, you know, it's theoretically, theoretically covers everything in the world. Um, my song would be um, Son of Man by Phil Collins. Oh, I like that song. Okay, it's a good nice. song. It's, a, it's, it's not a particularly well-loved song by the, the population of the world, but I think it's just a good song. I like the, like the lyrics. Um, good for you. Good for you. Don't know what my luxury item would be. Do you know what you, your your song and book would be, Mikey? I think oh, I'd go for something like really light and bouncy, but I fear that would get annoying after a while. But I'll go for uh, Flamingo by Caro Caro Benito. The how many shrimps do you have to eat? Oh, yeah. I think that bit oh get boring. Oh, my God, you would go insane. But you think, would go fucking mad. If I looped it just to the chorus, like where the... Do, 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 Like, maybe just that for 24 hours a day forever. Maybe... I'm just picturing you dancing around this island to, to this fucking looped 15-second piece of music. <laughs> <laughs> I think for a luxury item, I think I'd bring a pet of some kind. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, not a chihuahua. <laughs> don't know why I said it like that. A chihuahua? Chihuahua? I don't, I don't know what animal, like, a parrot would be pretty fun. I think you could probably train that well enough where it could fly and come back, maybe fetch things. I don't know how the hell I'd manage that. Yeah. I wouldn't take a ferret, to be honest, because they'd just fuck annoy me and run away a lot. <laughs> You're okay in the confines <laughs> of a flat. animal. <laughs> Lovely but annoying. Yeah, I think actually I'd love it. I'd love a parrot because plus they live to like seventy years sometimes. So yeah, it's that'd true. be a life lifelong companion. Yeah, or a turtle or something. Yeah. Oh, a little toytle. 
Yeah, actually, that's a really good shout. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna copy that, oh. and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say I would take probably like my grandma's collie, which is super intelligent and really affectionate. Oh, nice. She's like a really obedient, friendly dog. And I think if I had to be stuck with, presumably we're not allowed to take another person with us because I, I would take my, <laughs> I would take my partner before I took the dog. But <laughs> um, you know, assuming we can't take a person, I would take just a very alert friendly dog who can be my friend oh a good boy nice yeah peter i don't know if you um if you remember mm. when you were when you were talking to your friends about this sort of situation yeah it was of course in the past it was um there was someone watching yeah um i've, I've got here what uh, what she overheard what did she what did she hear in german uh, yeah. this is what she overheard peter nimm ein wörterbuch Du großer Nerd, du liebst Worte, du bist sehr groß. Uh, Peter, uh, something about a dictionary. Was it du liebst Worte? Was that you? You love you love your father, and and then du bist groß is your you are tall, which is I guess going to be in every remark that German <laughs> robot lady ever says. Well, here's the English translation again. This is what this is what she heard, you know. Like, this isn't anything else. Mm. Peter, take a dictionary, you big nerd, you love words, don't you, you absolutely madman. Oh, do... You're very tall. Do leaps to Werther. Yeah, that's you love words. Oh. There you go. That's what she heard. Thank you. For, oh. I, lo- I love I love this, because I've got no idea what it says in German, but watching Peter try to unpack it and translate it is, is magic. Well, welcome to the Pantheon robotic german lady (laughs) she's she's part of the part of the crew now the the worst addition to the family i don't even want to know what she looks like oh that's okay she apologized oh oh i'm sorry peter it's nice that she's bilingual though it is yeah it's weird that she doesn't just speak in the english you know (laughs) yeah when she knows that i'm an english speaker she could just yeah that would be easier Oh, I love you too. <laughs> That's very nice. I love you. Aww, yeah, there we go. Well, there we go. That was that was that. Brilliant. Uh, are we all are we all done? We are. Yes, fantastic. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. We'd just like to give a quick shout out once again to Lord Thistlewick, Flanders, Lord Brotovich, Becker, Matthew, Patrick. I will lie awake. East Spurious, Puppy Bear, Dash, Darren Hudson, Strider, Top Shagger underscore Cal, <laughs> Stop, no. uh, James W. Bav, Daniel. And Tana, all of whom combined their powers to unleash the Mikey uh, lap dance video, which will be going on the on the channel tomorrow morning. Good. Uh, sort of about 11 a.m. So look forward to that and thank them as well, because it's from those wonderful people that that's 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 happened. Yeah, thank you for the greater good. And if you would like a shout out and would like to support us financially. If you can afford to do so, we'd very much appreciate it. And you can do that via streamlabs.com forward slash vidiots official. You get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. If you'd like to buy some merchandise, store.yogscast.com. There's a voucher, right? Oh my God, you are. The voucher code is vidiots. Use code vidiots at checkout for 10% off everything oh. every single thing in the yogscast store there's lots of fun new yogcon stuff coming out so if you want some of that use oh the code boy. but as always buy buy our stuff buy our stuff though. there's been a few tweets recently of people who've just bought merch which is really nice to see some people yeah you know, bopping around in a podiats t-shirts it's lovely of you i noticed that a little wave of 
new new merch wearers and owners. Yeah, send us a tweet if you buy some merch. Yeah, please yeah. do actually. Lovely to see it. Store.yorkscast.com if you want to buy some of that. Thank you very much. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all dot com forward slash Vidiot's official. Yogcon. Oh yeah. It's happened. It's happened. Yeah, it's officially over. And my God, I did not expect so many people to die. That was <laughs> mental, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, the seagulls rip. came. <laughs> they just descended on it like fucking. Oh, it's mental. The yeah, there's loads came. of legs on the roof now. Of the. Oh no. <laughs> oh yeah, we're we're pretty much. Um, the rest of this week is going to be prepped for Yogcon and making Yogcon happen as of the time of recording. Mm. And we're now in the future. But yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend. So mm. if anyone happened to see me and said hi, nice to see you too. And if no one ends up doing that, that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. I didn't want to be waved to anyway. We had um, one tweet from someone earlier who was taking a rules boss hat with them to Yogcon. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's great. That's nice. Good stuff. And uh, if you want to see Peter and I on a daily basis, youtube.com forward slash triple jump. We do worst games ever. Uh, rules boss. Speaking of rules boss, he's back oh, on yes. the channel. Got other new shows coming as well. We did a video with Booth recently. There's uh, yeah. there's a couple of other things in the pipeline too. So come a little bit close to the YouTube channel, son. <laughs> Go and check us out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've subscribed. Yeah. Have you fucked, you lying bastard? I heard you're the best at producing niche content on YouTube. <laughs> Got an extra 50 worth of Patreon. <laughs> Have you fucked, you lying bastard? Uh, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Make sure you leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. Something about Alan Gore's rhythms. Do we have a secret question, boys? Oh, shit. Oh. Uh, oh it always catches oh. me off guard, even though we do it at the end of every episode. Yeah. What luxury item would you take on a desert island? Yeah, just mm. give us your luxury item. Yeah. There we go. Lovely. Well, yeah. thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. We're really we're really enjoying doing this thing for you. We hope you're enjoying it as well. We're getting lots of lovely tweets from people who, who enjoy listening to the show. Um, 2019 is the year that we win seven awards. Yes. I'm calling it. Seven. Seven podcast awards uh, we can do it easy hope we, we don't win eight that would be really embarrassing that <laughs> that would be embarrassing predicted it yeah so make sure you nominate us for anything like i mean anything <laughs> just yeah. not even podcast there. things just chuck us in the hat do it yeah it'll be a right laugh sports personality of the year videos mm. that's it bbc <laughs> sports personality of the year <laughs> podiots what <laughs> well we won it fuckers we talked about a triathlete. Is that what they're called? Triathlete? Triathlon athlete? So I guess that comes under the banner of it, doesn't it? Yeah. Why not? I think we should be included for that. Um, Kevin is gone. Oh, Jesus. There's just some wheel marks on the floor. He's just just walked in. Oh, is he? He's not on his wheels. He knows to take them off at the door in this flat. That's a good boy. He doesn't do that here. Uh, Kevin, nice to see you. Sorry Sorry to immediately put you on on work duty as soon as you arrive I'll, I'll make you a cup of tea in a minute but if you could just open your yeah yeah that's it yeah oh, oh. oh there we open go open your mouth a little oh. bit wait a second off it goes that's nice oh. well so sweet so beautiful very good thank you everyone for thank listening you. I'll see oh, you soon bye 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 bye
the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. 